0: Welcome to the WK Film Lab. Um, I'm your host Shafi, uh, joined by Kanya, Yo, and Kai. Hello there. Uh, so um, this week, this week's movie was uh, The Social Network, um, famous uh, movie about uh, the founding of Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and All of that directed by David Fincher, Um, the book, uh, the movie, sorry, is originally an adaptation from Ben Merzik's 2009 book, The Accidental Billionaires. Um, So actually, um, Mark Zuckerberg and like Facebook were never part of like the the creative process for any of this. Um, So like, that's why we're we're talking, me and Kanye were talking earlier about how um, actually Mark Zuckerberg had criticized the movie for not being um, accurate, let's just say.
1: Yeah, complete. Uh, the movie um, yeah. in in the real Mark Zuckerberg's view, uh, he didn't find it uh, completely accurate to his character. Um, and yeah, I think uh, that's actually, if you look at like a lot of interviews and like the, the what, what happened to him? He was in front of Congress or something and like,
0: yeah, he looks like uh, a he looks like a like a robot, like an alien.
1: Yeah, he looks like an alien yeah. and and for some somehow I don't know how Jesse Eisenberg uh Jesse Eisenberg portrayed Mark. I don't know how, but Jesse Eisenberg made Mark more human. <laughs> like Yeah. He, he was like,
0: more but Jesse Eisenberg was supposed to act um like in a um sort of cold, uh, stilted manner. Um yeah. but even even um he couldn't live up to the the standards of Mark Zuckerberg let's
1: just say he could not I don't think yeah, any, I no. think you need to get
2: really no one can really stand uh, like get to the Mark Zuckerberg level
1: as Mark yeah. Zuckerberg
2: unless you unless you are made by him
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes a Mark, a Mark Zuckerberg product
0: oh uh, yes yeah. Yeah, so um, the story starts off with Zach Muckerberg breaking up with his girlfriend and making <laughs> a, cre- a very creepy decision to make a proto Tinder by stealing images of random girls and making a website where he could create them. <laughs> Freaking face <face-smash.com>, That was <sighs> <laughs> That's so that
1: was So, my, oh my.
2: God. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was. Imagine if he tried that. Like, imagine if he tried that in this day and age.
0: Dude, this is why we need feminism, guys.
1: Yes. That feminism, bro. You yeah. Know, so, protect women, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. So um, after. So after, like, he came up with this with this big brain idea. He's approached <laughs> by the. Uh, by the Winkle, the Winkle, the was twins. <laughs> The, Winkle
2: the, the this, Winkle, this the Winkle is by. always really really hilarious the, i the think
1: so uh, uh, yeah mark uh mark uh, mark calls them the winklevi uh that's their yeah.
0: that's the plural plural <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh nivia Derendra, uh to start a social network um the the harvard something what was it Harvard connection also yeah Harvard Harvard, ADU. ADU.
1: harvard yeah.
0: Connection, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. connection yeah um so Zark takes this idea to his friend, um, Eduardo Sovereign. Sorry, I couldn't make a funny name out of uh, Sovereign, but it's cool.
1: uh, Yeah, I know. And they,
0: and they start the Facebook. Um, uh, long story short, Mark acquires funding from more investors, notably uh, Napster co-founder, co-founder, Sean Parker, which leads to um, Sovereign's shares, um, shares in the company diluting and the Winkle, the Winkle Wars twins eventually <laughs> filed a lawsuit against uh, Muckerberg for theft of intellectual property. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs>
1: and, yeah.
0: And in the end, um, Zark settles all of the lawsuits. And um, and yeah, that's the story. That's the story of Facebook.
1: That's the uh, story
0: of Facebook. Yeah. So um, I'll start with my, with my critique, uh, my criticism. So this is a David Fincher film. Um so it automatically just like gets a it's like already put on another level. Um his cinematography, like I'm always amazed by his cinematography. Um Mm. and essentially how he's able to his camera work as Mm. well as his use of CG. Um so like how they made the the Vinkle Wars twins like How they made them like was was I, it was astonishing to me. Like how I looked yeah. at like, I looked at the yeah. process um, by which they had sort of recreated the faces um, of this one actor. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. This, obviously, like it's a it's um it's like based on a true story, quote unquote. And um, so like the 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 story is not necessarily original. Like I feel like the characters. Like the characters was good, were good, but I think if it, if the, if um, like he was given creative control to sort of develop on those characters and add other stuff to it, I think it would have been um, it would have been a lot more interesting.
1: Yeah, I think um, yeah. I think I, I, I wanna uh, I'll just slide in and then uh, Kai, you can. Go after me. I think uh, as Shafi put it, the like one of the most recognizable things about a David Fincher film is the camera. So you'll see the camera, it moves as the characters move. Like if, 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 a, if a, yeah, if a character is moving like, like this, the camera simultaneously. So if the camera is moving from left to right, the camera will move from left to right at the exact same speed and uh fincher is known for like taking an ungodly amount of takes um of one scene so the scene where um eduardo takes the laptop and he smashes it onto the table i think i think david um commanded that they do like 69 takes oh 69 Uh number. yes Uh funny number yeah okay i might be wrong about that number but it was just it was just an unnecessary amount of takes just to do that one um yeah. uh to yeah. to smash to smash a laptop and yeah how, david, many, laptops? how many
2: laptops were lost how many? during the making of that film <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, david david does not waste shots um in yeah. that like he doesn't the the funding the the um the uh the budget doesn't really um restrict he doesn't like to be restricted by a budget Um, so like in, in a lot of his other movies, um, like blood is CG, um, like in Zodiac, all the blood was CG, like a lot of things he does Mm. are CG and, um, he doesn't really, he doesn't really like look for sort of ways to, to cheapen the experience in that it's all like each and every frame is like, you know, uh, tirelessly worked on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, David, David's such a, uh, interesting, um, director, he's, he's, he's old school and new school at the same time, so Mm -hmm. he's willing to use, like, um, uh, you know, CGI, uh, VFX, VFX and all these things, but at the same time, like, he has such a, you know, like, a Alfred Hitchcock type feel where, you know, it, it it feels like it's actually happening, um, the, even though the blood is cg like that the accuracy of it you know it looks it like literally like a david fincher movie cgi is more realistic than like um alpha alpha <laughs> alpha <laughs> and that movie was like entirely cgi oh my oh yeah. um i think I've, i i wanted to say this in the zodiac episode but like mm. literally uh it, the san francisco uh that they that we saw in uh, Zodiac was completely remodeled uh, from all uh, photos and everything. And it was CGI. What we saw of San Francisco was primarily CG. Like even the streets, like when um, Mark Ruffalo uh, goes to his first crime scene by the Zodiac in the, in the taxi, um, they literally rebuilt that, uh, that street from the police photographs that they took because San Francisco has changed over the years. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, they took yeah. they took the original photographs and David ordered that they rebuild that street accurately to that photograph, to the photographs of the of the streets that they took in the in the original crime scene. Yeah, so it's, it's like that is crazy. Yeah. And like you yeah. don't see it. You would never even think about it. But like you know things like Avengers and Oh, Avatar, Avatar. I think uh, that yeah. was two thousand nine, uh, but like literally, David. You know, he. he I don't yeah. know. It's like, it, he blends fantasy and reality, and creates. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It becomes yeah. like
0: he, he he wants historical accuracy. Um, another thing yeah. was another thing was um about how the the shots um like establishing things like the city um mm. because um you know it's it was a lot more um there's a lot more creative than a lot of directors would take because um usually a director would um look at like would like show a shot of like the golden gate bridge and then um you know you're in san francisco but he took like he took he was a lot more creative with that and mm. um yeah uh, i think overall like he was just very um he was he was just I don't know. I think his style is so is very unique um in that it's it's really really
1: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I, I just want to quickly add, uh, I'm just changing the topic from the VFX, but like um uh, Shafi, you mentioned that the uh he, he, you wish that they'd taken more liberties with the characters. They they did. Like, I, I they, know, I know. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Um, like, oh, yeah. Like as a story, um, I I don't know. I think it, it could have just been. Um, oh, he, okay. I, what would it have? What what would it, it would? What would it have looked like if like the characters were original? Is what I'm oh, saying.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I see. The story see. was original. The the characters were were original. Okay.
1: so... Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, uh, but like to the viewers like. Um, you, you know, when you watch the social network, uh, just know like the characterization of the people is very like to the top. The the screenwriter Aaron Sorkin, uh, he said this in an interview. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but like he said like the real Mark Zuckerberg is boring. <laughs> like yeah, I, I'm I'm twisting the words a bit, but like that's essentially what he's saying. Like like. The real Mark Zuckerberg, the real um, Eduardo Severin, the real Winklevoss twins—they're they, quite boring, you know. Yeah, and then
0: I, I think I think um, yeah, he did a good job in that he managed to make these uh these like lifeless, vacuous, um, like empty carcasses into um into human beings. Um, yeah, even if they, they were not their their roles required them not to be.
1: Yeah yeah kai what do you think uh i haven't heard you in a while
0: (laughs) yeah
2: no i think to be honest it made me hate mark zuckerberg even more even if it wasn't like an accurate rendition
1: (laughs) oh nice Nice. yeah he um yeah yeah
0: it made him a hateable character without like like having to show him explicitly like killing a dog and uh (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, like why am so I laughing to, to death? i <laughs> d I don't know why I laughed at a at a dead dog. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> um oh I s- yeah
2: I think my favorite character, to be honest, is Eduardo, because of how angry he gets. Also because Andrew Garfield.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. He like in he's in the same brackets of love like with uh Matthew McConaughey. Uh, for, for me
2: yeah
1: like I have actors in like different brackets so I love uh Matthew and uh, Andrew Garfield and then they're like actors like I respect like very highly uh like viola Davies and everyone so like a- and Andrew garfield is like you know he's he's amazing he's, he's amazing and yeah. uh Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg was fantastic and Justin Timberlake guys like whoa he was very good and wow he was very good and i i think what helped was that that role fits his his essence as a as a person yeah yeah like it actually because he's because like in in the social network he's like this this hyper frantic um uh i think borderline insane uh charismatic uh person and like when you see like Justin Timberlake in like interviews or like in his music videos he has this charisma he carries himself very highly and you see that in uh especially like when he enters the restaurant and meets Mark Eduardo and, and all of them that song like you uh, you heard the music in the background like it's it just has this like energy and it's you know it makes you it it, it reels you in into whatever um Justin Timberlake is saying because you're like hmm exactly. I'm, int- yeah. I'm intrigued <laughs> like I-, I wanted to I wanted to partner with him like damn like I wanted to start a company and partner with Justin Timberlake because wow yeah yeah he, he got my attention and
2: then hold on I just want to say my favorite scene the most enjoyable scene is when Zark, I guess, is that if we're calling him that now. When he tosses two beers, when he tosses two beers at, at that girl that just doesn't catch them, and they just end up breaking on the floor and on the wall.
1: Yeah. Oh, and and one of them like uh smashes the camera. Like, did did you see? So like, so he's throwing them at the girl, and then there's this mm-hmm. uh um, moment, there's this moment like he throws it directly at us as the viewer, and then he looks oh, up. Oh yeah. And he's just looking up and down, like, hmm, "What did I just hit?" But like, it like it, it kind of like seemed as if it hit the camera and like it was hitting us. And then mm, Mark was yeah. just looking. You and then uh Zark is looking at us, like confused, <laughs> huh? Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that. Yeah, and also when they broke the chimney while ziplining.
1: <laughs> yes, I wonder if that's real. I didn't check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I wanted. Uh, I just wanted, like, also um, say, like, um, the 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 thing that's like very impressive about this movie is that really the only things that were in inaccurate were like the characters, like the characterization of Mark Zuckerberg by Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yeah. That's not the Mark Zuckerberg that we we know and and um, and fear with our lives. Uh, because he's gonna, he's gonna take over the world someday with his, uh, Probably. completely, his completely, um, uh, sunscreened face. I, yeah. But, um, I, I just wanted to say, like, literally the creation of Face Smash, uh, in the beginning, true, that actually happened. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what else. Um, um, Justin Timberlake giving the, um, I'm just calling him Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake giving the <laughs> suggestion, uh, to remove the, the, of Facebook and just say, just call it Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so like it, it the, so I, so chicken we can, cannibalism. Uh, the chicken cannibalism is true. Actually. I, I Googled, uh, the oh, original, actually... yeah, no, it actually happened. Uh, uh, the whole thing with the Phoenix is, uh, loosely true. Yeah. Eduardo did have to carry, um, a chicken and it was written in like the harvard uh newspaper something yeah (laughs) Hmm.
0: wow yeah um it was um it was a i'd say uh uh, to give it a rating probably a nine out of ten i think solid nine um i don't i don't i don't think it was it it was this it was like um because I'm not really a fan of like true story kind of things if it's not a documentary um, yeah okay. so so I you like if I'm gonna watch um like the true story about um I don't know I'm trying to think of a you know about something you know Facebook um usually I think documentaries are for me but then you know even still um, the cinematography this was great enjoy direct, it, yeah. The directing was amazing. Um, yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um. I, I, I. For for me, before I go into my rating, I just want to like uh point out just like some some things that like I really liked in the film. Uh. So I mentioned it just now, like when Justin uh is entering the uh the restaurant and he meets Mark and. Uh, Eduardo, like, um, did you notice? Like, he sat by himself. Um, like, so it was, if you remember, like, there was the table, and then on one side was Mark and Eduardo and Eduardo's girlfriend, uh, London Tipton. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then on the other side, it was Justin Timberlake all by himself. Um, and so, like, I, 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 I thought that was just like, like, nice foreshadowing. Uh, you know he 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 enters rooms and he presents himself in like this magnanimous way. You know he carries yeah. he has full control. Uh, mm. However, he's at the end of the movie we see him left all by himself in the police station, and uh, yeah, you know I thought it was just like a similar motif like in the Wolf of Wall Street. You know these like people that carry themselves and you know abuse uh, the system and you know they delve in excess because Justin was taking cocaine and all that stuff and um, sleeping with very uh, young women, Um, eventually he came crashing down. And um, yeah, yeah, I thought that was just a a nice subtle nod, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another thing I thought was just like so funny was when that, uh, I can't remember her name, but, uh, Mark is talking to one of his lawyers about how Facebook is in Bosnia, but Bosnia doesn't have roads. So <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. That was that was just so interesting because um, here in Switzerland, in one in the the rural areas uh, where my grandmother stays, she stays in this rural area called Geke, and uh, there, like literally, I can I see uh, people. Um, you know, in disheveled clothing, some children aren't even wearing shoes, but they have their earphones on and they're, uh, you know, listening to the radio or whatever. They have their data, they can go on Facebook, they can, you know, yes. Yeah. yet the community is in shambles. Uh, but, you know, we're still able to go into this digital world and and feast on like, yeah everything on, on everything still even though in reality um there's not much yeah
0: it's called um neoliberalism and capitalism yeah yeah
1: <laughs> thank you shafi <laughs> thank you we appreciate <laughs> We appreciate yeah. you injecting more capitalism more hate
2: onto capitalism more <laughs> hate.
1: we appreciate it so much Okay, and then, last thing before I give my rating. Um, you know, when Mark is, um, uh, when he, uh, when Erica, um, his girlfriend, uh, breaks up with him in the beginning, um, you remember that opening song, the the song that like goes into um, uh, 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 Zuck running uh, across the Harvard campus and then to his dorm room to make Face Smash. Like, if you notice, the song is starting off, you know, very frantic. It's like a,
0: yeah.
1: it's like a, a, I don't know how to describe it, but it it, it kind of feels like a buzz, a buzz that's just going, that's coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, mm. And then, and then it goes into a piano melody and it's very somber. It's very sad. And, uh, and then, it and then, uh, so, so how I like understood that song was like, it kind of represents Mark's brain, how he's processing uh, what just happened with this breakup. He's very frantic. He's running. He's trying to run away from it. So he's just yeah. His mind is so broiled up. And then as he runs, he gets sadder and sadder at the fact that um, uh, that he was just rejected and that um, someone that he cared about um, stopped caring about him. And then all of a sudden it becomes very sinister. Like it goes dong, dong. like it becomes very like she's like it. all of a sudden it just becomes like very sinister. And I think at that point, it's then when Mark is thinking about, I'm going to create face smash. I'm going, I'm going to do something substantial because there's this idea that Mark, he wants to do something substantial with his life and at that sinister point, that's when he like creates Facebook. That's when this idea of creating this great social media platform, um, where he will have control, where he will be recognized, where he will be pretty much uh king, you know. And to this day he still is. He's still he still reigns supreme. You know, we'll put petitions up saying cancel Mark Zuckerberg for trying to buy an island. Um, but at the end of the day, Mark, he still, he still has power. You know, the fact that we're posting the stuff on these social media platforms that he owns, we're still feeding him. Yeah. And we're still giving him the power. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Basically, everything we have is is owned by Facebook. We have Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. WhatsApp, also Facebook. So and like
1: yeah, Google so the-
2: also kind of goes into goes into Facebook. Well, yeah. you use Google for Facebook, at least.
0: Yeah, and Hold, on, hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> Did you just say Google was owned by Facebook?
2: No, you use Google for Facebook.
1: To log into Facebook. And and in, the end, open...
2: in the end, it's basically all, it's all Google and Facebook. Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, I see. so you open Chrome and then you log into Facebook. So yeah. it's like, it, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of a sad note to like, uh fall onto this, but I, I think it's it's just like a brilliant thing in the movie. It's just like Mark at that point, in that point as he's running, he gains all the like the power. But also when you go to the end of the film, um he's sitting there all by himself and the those little um facts saying that Mark Zuckerberg is the richest billionaire in the world. But he sits, but he's so sad. Did you see his face? Yeah. Like he's so he's so empty. Um, yeah. Not like
2: this. He's got nothing basically yeah. to to do because he doesn't care about the he didn't care about the money. He never
1: did. Yeah. So he doesn't have any friends. The, he has all the money in the world, pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just sad. Enough money
2: for ten lifetimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's it, that's it for me, that's my ramble. I am giving The Social Network a nine out of 10 Uh, because of everything I just said, how brilliant it is uh, as a story. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg was fantastic in the role and uh, David Fincher, uh, brilliant director. Uh, uh, Yeah, I don't have many criticisms about the film. I think maybe um, the female representation could have been much better. I think, but yeah, uh, but the story was told from these males' perspective, uh, so uh, I understood. So nine out of ten.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm just going to appreciate how Andrew Garfield, instead of staying with his with his crazy girlfriend like a simp, he decided to break <laughs> up her and tear off the she put the fucking fire on the bed, dude. <laughs>
1: That's like some 90 day fiance um Bruh. shit dude like oh my gosh. <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, like- anyway.
2: my rating 8.7 out of 10. I removed a, a, I removed 0. 0.3 because I never got to know how much uh, the settlement was paid towards Eduardo if it was anything below at least 100 or 200 million then
1: <laughs>
2: I hate Mark Zuckerberg even more.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, I wonder what the settlement finally was. But yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's that's the social network. Uh,
0: I feel like I feel like um I don't know. I, I feel like movies like that um only come about when um when like enough time has passed. Uh so um essentially like all the movies that are um that are, that have been made now um i think sort of need a lot more time to be looked at as sort of um i don't know good movies like um classic movies um i don't know if i'd say i'd compare a lot of movies now there to like things like the social network and um uh you know a tarantino movie
1: yeah, like, yeah, because a movie does need time to like really settle. And I think any piece of media needs time to like really become a staple because the social network wasn't like, uh, oh, excuse me. I mean, it, it, it was given a lot of praise and everything. It got Oscar nominations, it got the best um, screenplay Oscar. Uh, but like, it wasn't, you know, you know, like, you know people like us like podcasters weren't talking about the social network uh the year it came out Mm -hmm. you know um and like no one was like praising shakespeare um the first the first day that hamlet uh was on was on the stage you know
0: well i'd I'd like to counter like the shakespeare example because um um I'm, i'm pretty sure like everyone like flocked to go and watch shakespeare's stuff like there's no, I don't think there was any playwright from that time, like that other than Shakespeare.
1: <laughs> no, there were.
0: Like, I mean, I mean, sure, there were, yeah. But then, like, ones we think of as, like, oh, legendary, legendary so, like, as Shakespeare the of all was. Time. I mean, yeah, sure, Shakespeare did a lot of things, but um, uh, I feel like now it's like unique in that um now's the time which art is how do i say this art there's a lot of art right now like there's a lot of different like there's no such thing as a mainstream anymore um because it's all subjective because anyone can pick up a camera and make a movie and it can be just as good as um you know the best movie, you know, whereas okay. earlier, like before when back when film was like a very closed um industry, you had to um you had to learn animation or you had to learn um, you know um, film techniques and whatnot, but then you know ever since like that technology became readily available, I don't think that um, we Will look like there'll never be like one defining, um, like specific uh, movie that defines this era, essentially, um, because there's a lot of like yeah. f- movies out there, you know. Um, we're never gonna think of this time as um, as anything like we did think of um, back when Western movies were a thing. Right. Right. Yeah. I.
1: I. But I think when. Uh, when I was just saying about Shakespeare, um, like uh, what I meant was like, you know, like the first I meant like the first viewing ever of Hamlet's like no one was like um, like studying Shakespeare, like how we do in class or anything like that. That's what I oh, mean yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but you're 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 right in that uh, as you're leading on to, it's not really a defining point for us. Uh, in film yeah. because we've had so many directors and for them, they had Shakespeare and they probably had like a few other notable people but we're not taught about those people sadly. Uh, yeah. But like, but you know, the thing is like with Shakespeare it's because like his, uh, because for like Western Western theater and Western arts in general uh, stems from the Greeks. They pretty much perfected, mm. uh, I'm not talking about you know art art in general, of course not. I'm talking about the West, the West's idea of of art. Like it was all stems from the Greeks, like uh, Homer and all those like other Greek guys. And then, but also for them, there were only a few. Uh, there were not as many. But then for us now, we have Quentin Tarantino, we have Wes Anderson, we have David Fincher, we have. Uh, Spike Lee. We have just an un, mm. a, an ungodly amount of creators that are influencing how we view media, and, and not even just uh, Western directors, but like uh, directors from the East, like Bong Joon Ho, mm. um, uh, and other notable directors um, like across the board are influencing how we view media. So, mm. Mm. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, what should okay. we talk about now? <laughs> what should we What should we talk about now? <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. I think we've I think we've talked about like because quarantine sort of made it. Like I don't know. I think I think cinema dead um to be perfectly honest with you um okay like it's it's um i want to talk about this (laughs) like like we said it like i said it at the beginning um of like that when back when we started the podcast and um i'll say it now because um it's sort of been a little while and obviously a lot of places have been like open and um like defied lockdown and um essentially for a lot of people coronavirus is over you know, to some, to some, uh, to some special individuals. Let's just say Um, special. Yeah. Very special individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I don't think that I think now it's like, it's cheaper to get a Netflix subscription and to watch everything, um, rather than, um, you know, going to a cinema and watching just a couple of things.
1: Um, yeah,
0: and uh, like, like, generally speaking, uh, cinemas were not profitable in the first mm. place. That's why drinks are so expensive.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and um, Movie Pass is a testament to that, because uh, if you look, if you look Movie Pass, Movie Pass is um, essentially what it was was a was a company that you paid a subscription, and you could watch as many movies as you wanted. Um, and like they paid for your tickets and whatever um and it was dumb because like a movie a ticket is worth like an average movie ticket is worth like 20 dollars at least in the in the u.s um and the subscription was like 15 so clearly there were complications and like the country the company went into like millions of dollars in debt (laughs) um just shit yeah um and yeah it got shut down um the idea essentially was that there would be people who paid in but were not interested in like watching movies like they'd forget that they had a movie pass and only like go when they saw a movie they liked um but yeah and then then there would be like the the regulars um that would sort of supply that would um balance everything out but um clearly old actually balance anything out yeah old people don't um, use uh, didn't use movie pass so clearly it, it didn't make sense um, yeah so um, yeah it it, uh, it it showed how like um, cinemas are not I don't know I don't think it's um. it's not a, it's not an industry I think that would that would have lasted forever um, I think um, yeah cable tv came um that did really put a dent in the industry um but i think with the availability of netflix in like every country um as well as things like disney plus and um hulu uh yeah that that sort of that's a nail in the coffin for the for the for the theater industry
1: yeah um um So, you know, the the theater industry, I I think it's actually quite surprising that they've lost it until now with COVID. I think COVID is really going to damage it. But uh, it's surprising to see that it survived this long with, like, the introduction of the TV and uh, all these, like, other things. And, um, you know, like, things like MoviePass is just one of the many gimmicks that cinemas have tried to use to get people in because uh, the whole concept of a cinema, it's meant to feel like an event. Mm. Um, Cause originally when a cinema's weighed, when the first movies were made, it was an event for the people. Cause this concept of, of film, of a, of a moving picture was mm. such a alien idea um, and such an interesting idea that it had to be, you know, it had to be like a, a football game uh, where we all have to gather together and see this thing and experience this thing together as, mm-hmm. but I, but as you know, time has gone on and as people have realized how expensive it is uh, because, because the profits that a cinema makes, they have to then, um, um, I I don't remember how the, the ratio works, but then that profits in the cinema is then given back to the studio. And then the studio distributes that to the, um, the, 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 the the cast and crew of the film. So it's like a it's pretty much a three-way um, splitting of profits and so that's why it's it's so that's why they have to make drinks and food so expensive. They have to yeah. get like 3d glasses and all these things to make yeah. to, to earn back that profits. And yeah. yeah and people people don't like paying, hey?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. No, uh I think that it's different in um I'd say movies are different in uh in that like sports and that like sports are very tribalistic. Um like you go to see a never die. Like yeah, you li- go to like
2: watching live sports, never ever, ever going to die. I'm sorry. Yeah, people are too passionate about it. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. not even too passionate. They are just very extremely passionate about it.
1: Yeah. So um yeah so So, because the thing is sports like what's so I think what's so like mesmerizing about sports is because it's so human in that anything could happen whereas a film a film goes through the three act structure and then it ends and then Mm. you know and then you're going to forget about that film next year so like the social network has long passed now we're looking forward to the next movie like Christopher Nolan's the Dark Knight trilogy has passed. Now we're looking forward yeah. to Tenet. Now we're looking oh, forward yeah, to Tenet. Tenet. So yeah, it's like you're pretty much changing teams like each year, essentially. Like if we're using the sports analogy, you're going from Man United yeah. to Chelsea to Arsenal to 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 to, to Bristol Palace to um, Winchester. I don't know if Winchester's a sport. <laughs> I just know I just know it's a it's a it's a place in England. <laughs> It's a place in <laughs> yeah. England that they name their teams out of the places. So, uh, Winchester United. Let's just say it exists. Uh, so yeah, it's because you keep jumping between movies and you keep jumping between coaches because mm-hmm. David Fincher is the coach of The Social Network, whereas yeah, um, Quentin Tarantino is the coach of, um, of of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah, yeah. So that's why um, you're right, Shafi and Kai. That it's uh, yeah, the sports analogy doesn't fully work with films because you you keep changing teams, essentially. Yeah. And there's no um, there's no heart uh, because these characters are just, they're, they're actors portraying these um, um, uh, uh, fake emotions for a period of time, whereas a sport, yeah. a game... A game you're there for those ninety minutes with the players and they are feeling it. They're feeling the exhaustion. They're feeling yeah. the they're feeling the, the joy when they the heartbreak of losing. Oh the heartbreak of losing the, and joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The enthusiasm of getting that last minute goal as well, all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's a high that you can keep going back to for the next game. And it's consistent. Exactly. Whereas film film isn't. Film isn't consistent.
2: Yeah. Mm. Damn, that just gave me an existential (sighs) crisis about film. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think, um, there's, um, there's sort of a, um, what's happening uh, right now with film is like sort of what isn't supposed to happen, um, in which film is being less and less is being gate kept. Um, and now, cinema is um, now. Since cinema is finally gonna die, um, like indie film and um, alternative film, like uh, sources, sites, uh, studios um, will now be put at the forefront. Um, give with the internet. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so, you know. Um, cable TV or uh, TV in general was um, bringing film uh, to your house um, and now the internet is bringing film from places are from places around the world that wouldn't show on your TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like Netflix and all these things, they're going to, they're going to take over and people, people just have to accept it, you know, especially like um, the Oscars, like the Academy Awards, they need to like give up this idea that the movie has to play in a theater in order for it to be nominated. And I'm just like, that's such a pagan, like it, get over yourself. Like literally there are movies that (laughs) can't afford to be put into a theater. And there are people that can't afford to watch a, um, a movie in a theater. Like, uh, do you
0: think do you think do you think that um the the award ceremonies are um are going to um uh whatever uh thing be less and less gate kit gate kept um in that now like um like fucking German German movies and um as well as like indie film um is going to be um uh, be put in the um you know, in the spotlight.
1: I mean, I think it really just depends on who's in the academy, uh, in who's in the Oscars committee. Um, if they have people that are like, if they if they keep on adding people, because I think I remember Ava DuVernay, um, the uh, the director, she was put into the Oscars committee, I think, um, and I'm sure she will be more uh, f- uh, forthcoming for like indie directors and people that are just coming up. Um yes. so if they if they if they change up who's in the committee and with younger and more uh welcoming um members of the Oscar, of the Academy Awards committee I'm sure I'm sure they will change it up and yeah oh.
0: well um are we gonna wrap it up or
1: i think uh why don't we uh give our suggestions for the week
0: okay uh well i actually don't know um probably i'm trying to think of a movie that i watched probably uh another david Fincher film yeah a uh, girl in the in the dragon tattoo is a really good movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard of that one. Of yeah, mouth. yeah, I want to watch that. I'm gonna, I'll watch it some at some point in in my life, but uh, <laughs> yeah. time is elusive. Uh, how about you, Kai?
2: Um, I'm actually not sure. I think I don't know. I haven't read or seen the movie but i feel like i want to and i want to suggest it for for other people as well is the da vinci code because i heard Mm. so i heard i've heard so many things about it so yeah
1: yeah go uh, ahead and read
2: or watch the movie
1: i was also recommended to it by a friend uh yeah yeah uh it's it's isn't it talking about what is it talking about again um jesus is in the mix i i can't remember um Something about the Lost Supper. I, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't listen to me. Yeah. Don't yeah. listen to me. Don't we we
0: to should me. also, we should do um, like a wash through of the uh, Pastor. Of the what? pastor oh movie. yes what? oh right. yes okay. we, to do that we, ha- we yeah. have to
1: find this where, where can we watch it shopee we we're gonna some... have to
0: pirate it because uh oh.
1: it's like such no, an it obscure
0: <laughs> it basically doesn't
2: exist anymore my friend does
1: okay. Uh, okay uh okay it came out okay. in 2017. oh my god really uh. no
0: <laughs> Thirty-five thousand U.S. dollars. No, I appreciate this. I, I, I think, I think this is, this is, um,
1: <laughs> this is a movie we have to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we have to find it. No matter what, we have to find this movie. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, so let me give my uh, suggestions. First, first suggestion is, uh, uh I actually, I'm. Uh, it wasn't on purpose, but, uh, last week, uh, not last week. So yesterday I watched this video by this, uh, these YouTubers called, uh, wisecrack and they're like a philosophy type YouTube channel, but they look at the philosophy of movies and books and celebrities. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just very interesting. And they, they did an episode on, um, I'm paraphrasing the title, but the, the facade of genius so they're basically talking about like how how as as a society we worship these geniuses like elon musk uh albert einstein and uh all these homies but um they've made uh you know countless mistakes in their lives uh but they never brought to the forefront uh but we are so fixated on their brains so it's like You know if you if like yeah when you look at like the social network and then also watch this uh the video it's like a nice little uh palate cleanser from um from from zucker Mm -hmm. whatever his name is uh zuckerberg yeah (laughs) (laughs) then my second suggestion is oh shucks oh i remember that i nearly I, i nearly forgot uh i recommend glee G L E E, Glee, guys. It is the worst thing. It is the worst show I have ever watched in my life, and I love it so much. I love, it. guys. Oh, if you, if you, if you hate Riverdale, if you hate the CW, uh, if you hate, if you, if you, if you, what? What's the word? If you love, hate watching it, you will love Glee. Guys, I I need to start like a club. I I need to start like a club where we just talk about Glee. I love this. The show is so bad. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it so much. (laughs) Kai, Kai, have you ever heard of it?
2: What, Glee? I've heard heard of it before. I I think my sister watched like the first couple of seasons or something. But I I never wanted to watch it because I... I... (laughs) I, I, I saw one episode and I decided,
1: oh. yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, for some, for some, they'll despise it, for some, some will love despising it, that's me, I'm in that group, and then there are those that love it, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with them, but Uh, No offense to anyone that's listening and loves Glee. Uh, I love you very much. Uh, I cherish you as a person, even though I don't know who I'm talking to. Anyways, Glee, great show if you want to cringe and laugh and just feel better about yourself as a human being and just better about your own existence. Glee. Yes okay then uh, i think that uh calls for the end of today's episode shafi um give us uh send us off and uh tell us to yeah. buzz off and uh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um, thank you for listening to this episode of the wk film lab um i have been shafi um with kanya and kai um, join us next week um, we'll be talking about another movie another movie um, hopefully i'll I'll be publishing this soon uh, if I don't procrastinate on the editing
1: um,
0: yeah peace out. <laughs>